That's what it is. I'm feeling anxious because of all the stuff I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just admitting it and saying it out loud is, is a really great place to start. We just want everybody to know it's okay to feel what you're feeling around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's important to, to acknowledge it because if we ignore it, then it's definitely just going to get worse. Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is about more than just money. And today, I am talking with Grant about stewarding all the things around the holidays. Oh, so many things. So many things. My name is Daniel, and I'm here with Grant. Hey, Grant. Hello. Uh, That was a really funny hello. I don't think we've ever done it like that before. I'm going to sample it, and we'll probably use it for every podcast (laughs) from now on. So good. Um, Today, we're talking about all the things we get invited to in the holiday season. Yes. Because this the season is upon us, and you may be receiving a lot of invites. Yep. Uh, or, or just three. Yeah. But for me, that could be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot means something different to everybody, right? For sure. But there is a reality. There are um, holiday parties. Mm-hmm. The end of the year, there are fundraisers for different organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various events for uh, churches or your employer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot that we are asked to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Family uh, events as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, and if you're a, a family like mine that, you know, parents aren't, aren't married anymore, there's d- divorce there. It's like... And also, I you know, have my in-laws, too. It's like lots of different families, right? Yeah. Uh, lots of different events. Um, so what what do we do about that? How, how can we be a good steward of all the things that are happening? Because it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Yeah, very. Yeah, there's uh, – I know in my life we have going on the stewardship Christmas party, mm-hmm. which is always a highlight. Uh, we've got different family events with, with my family, with Heather's family. Um, our church has like their volunteer dinner. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, our community group is, is trying to coordinate something in December. Uh, we have a birthday party also. Yeah. There's always like a birthday they get couple sprinkled birthdays. in. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot. And how, how do we be good stewards of our time in the holiday season? Because it, you know, the holiday season is intended mm-hmm. to be a time of, cheer and mm-hmm. relaxation and, and rest joy and celebration joy. yeah but if i'm just wrought with anxiety because my calendar is so full what am i that's the opposite of what i want so what do we do how do we how do we deal with this yeah i think that's a really good word that you said uh, you said wrought with anxiety we even toyed with titling this uh, podcast episode you know being a good steward of anxiousness around the holidays because that's yeah. what all this this creates Mm-hmm. All this busyness, all these things that we have to be involved in does create anxiousness, not only anxiousness for like feeling like you have to go to all of it, but anxiousness and how do I engage with people while I'm there? What's going to be expected of me? All the things to manage, all the events to manage, the people to manage, the gifts to manage. Yeah. The, it's it's just a lot. So, so, so what do we do? Um, and you know, there, there's, I think, a, a couple very practical steps that we can follow, that things that we can do mm-hmm. um, to help make it easier for all of us during the holiday season. And I'm no expert. You know, I, I still get anxious and o- overwhelmed around the holiday season just as much as anybody else does. But I do know that when I follow these particular steps, it makes things a lot easier on me. It mm-hmm. really it really does. Um, 
But I, I think, you know, we've written a note here, Dan, and, and this is important to, to say. Um, it's okay to, like, not go to all the things, mm. but it's also okay to kind of be anxious about it. I think that's normal, right? Yeah. And, and if you haven't really uh, said it out loud, uh, maybe you're only saying it to yourself, but, like, or maybe you have these kind of weird feelings around the holiday season, but you haven't called it anxiousness. Like, it's okay to be like, yep. That's what it is. I'm feeling anxious because of all the stuff I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just admitting it and saying it out loud is, is a really great place to start. Yeah. And, and we want to kind of help, like, just provide a space for that, mm. you know? Send us a message on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I feel anxious too. Thanks yep. for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, we we just want everybody to know it's okay to feel what you're feeling around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's important to to acknowledge it because if we ignore it, then it's definitely just going to get worse. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about it is too, one great way to uh, vocalize kind of these, this anxiousness and stress that you're feeling about all the things associated with the holidays is to share this podcast and be like, huh, check out this podcast. I totally feel this way. Do you feel this way too? Yeah. Let's talk about it afterwards. Right. Yeah. So I, I think this is an opportunity to, to share this with somebody to start a conversation that could be helpful to you as you're navigating this holiday season. Yeah, and we don't want to add more to your calendar by having a 45-minute podcast about this. Right. Uh, so let's jump into a one-minute money tip to hopefully provide some wisdom that, that maybe can help with some peace in the holiday season. And uh, that's putting a tall order on how I decide which money tip goes in. You just pressured yourself. <laughs> and then we'll get into some practical wisdom of some antidotes to the anxiety uh, and some ways to help make decisions in, in all the calendar events. How do you overcome the barriers to buying your dream home? Well, most people believe that buying their dream home is like a fairy tale. It'll never happen. And if your dream home is some beach house that only Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos can afford, you're probably right, it is a fairy tale. But if your definition of a dream home is actually a home that you can help make your family's dreams come to life, buying a dream home is a whole lot easier than you might think. Buying a house really comes down to three simple things, your income, your debt, and your savings. And if you don't know where to start, you should meet with a home loan advisor who's wise and loving, who's willing to tell you where your income, where your debt, and where your savings needs to be to purchase. And good news, in our home state of Arizona, home values are starting to come down, so homes are becoming even easier to purchase. It's a whole lot easier to buy your dream home than you might think. So, Grant, if I'm feeling anxious because the the, the calendar is filling up and I'm worried I'm not going to have time to rest and I'm worried I'm not going to be able to make it to all these things, how can I how can I deal with that? What's what are the steps that you said you have used to kind of help with the anxiety and the and the the struggle in the season? Uh, I think the first step is to be thankful, hmm. to have gratitude about the sh- fact that you're getting invited to these things. Yeah. Uh, what if you're one of those folks who doesn't get invited to anything? The holiday season comes around and, and you, you aren't stressed or anxious because you've got nothing to go to. Um, no one is inviting you to things. That's that. I mean, just saying that honestly out loud, Daniel, like it's sad. That's sad, right? Yeah. Um, so if, if you're overwhelmed because there's so many things that you have to go to, 
that is a blessing. That means that there are people in your life that want you to be around at at different things. It means you're valued to to have to come to different fundraisers. You're um, valued to be a part of other events, whether it's with your employer or with your church or with your community group. You're in community with others. That's awesome. Yeah. And, And we can pause and stop in the midst of stress and anxiety about how busy that calendar is getting in November and December and say, thank you, Lord. Like, yeah. Thank you that I have so much going on. Thank you that I, I'm, I'm being invited to so much. Thank you that um, I'm, I'm, other people think I'm valuable enough to invite me to these things. That's, that's great. Um, so we have to have grateful hearts. And as I've talked about on this podcast, God commands us to be grateful it's not something that just happens through osmosis. And the command of gratitude requires some action from us. Mm-hmm. And a great action that you can take is just to look at that calendar with all the busyness. And as you're getting stressed and anxious, say, hold on, you know, Zach Morris, time out. And uh, <laughs> just look at it and praise God. Like mm-hmm. pray and thank him for each one of those events. And maybe think of specific things about the reason why you're invited to those things and, and, and thank God for that. Thank God for those relationships. Thank God for those opportunities. Yeah. Gratitude is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I find for me, gratitude is such a good antidote to, to any time I'm feeling stressed or anxious because mm. it reminds me what I've been given. Yes. It reminds me of the grace yeah. I've experienced. Yeah. Uh, and that that just helps me to stop focusing on on. The, the the things that are hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And gratitude is such a powerful tool to use. Yep. And uh, on top of that, I think another action that we could take for gratitude is saying thank you to people. Mm, yeah. You know, um, write a note, write a thank you note or a thank you text to a friend who's invited you to something. Thank you so much for thinking of me in this. Uh, and just acknowledging it verbally is a big deal. Um, and, and that's an important action that we, we ought to take as well. Yeah. It's easy to get an invite for something, whether it be in the mail or a text message or even person. And for your response to be like, (sighs) again, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, another thing. Yeah. And rather than that be our response, why don't we be like, Oh, wow. Like you invite, thank you. You know, genuinely thanking that person for, for the invite is a great start for, for gratitude as well. I love that. That's great. Now, I mean, we, we mentioned in the first part of this podcast that it's okay to say no to stuff too, Mm. right? Um, And that's part of of managing any stress or anxiety or overwhelm that you're feeling about all the holiday events. Yeah, let's be grateful. Okay, cool. I'm praying God and I'm grateful, but still like there's three events (laughs) on the same day. Yeah, too many things. Yeah. Uh, And and so it's okay to to say say no to things, but which ones do you decide to go to? Yeah. And and I want to walk people through a process for that as well. Because a lot of times we can go to some of these events and um, basically you feel like you're going because you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just making your token appearance because, you know, you're employed by that place and now you have to go to the thing. Or you, you know, were involved with that nonprofit at one point. So now you, you've got to go just to see somebody and shake a hand and give a hug. And I just want to caution people from that mindset of like, let's just go to make our appearance and then we'll leave mm-hmm. uh, because that's not going to help with your anxiety and stress. That's actually going to feed into the overwhelm. And 
I think we should should do one better. Hmm. I think we should start uh, by looking at these events and after thanking God for them, saying, why? Why am I invited to this? What is it that made them want want to invite me? Specifically think of the value that you're bringing to the event. Hmm. Maybe it's because you are a family member, you're a brother or sister, you know, aunt or uncle or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the value that you bring to the family. It starts thinking about um, that nonprofit and the value that they're bringing to the world and what you might learn when you go there and how you could help uplift that, whether mm-hmm. that's through a donation or learning more about it and telling others about it. Um, think about the value that you're adding by being there, why you were invited in the first place. And then the next part of it is lean into that value. So, mm-hmm. so rather than just saying like, Oh, let's go and make our appearance and then leave. I did my part, you know, check box done on to the next one. Right. It's try to make an impact when you're there. So when you think about that value and, and why people are inviting you, Lean into it and and try to really add that value while you're there intentionally. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a brother. They're inviting me because I'm a brother. How can I be the best brother possible while, I, while I'm at this, this holiday event for my family? How can I listen well to my other brothers and sisters? How, how can I uh, spread cheer and joy uh, in this holiday season to, to my parents when, when I'm when I'm there? How can I be an awesome uncle uh, to, to nieces and nephews while we're there? How, how can I connect with maybe one or two or um, you know say something that's encouraging to that person? Mm-hmm. St- really start thinking through like yeah, I'm not only going to go and check the box I was there, but I'm going to go and I'm going to add value to this event. I'm going to be somebody who is loving and kind and caring. Um, even if it's, again, the nonprofit, go ready with your ears listening to see if there's something new about this thing that you've, you've never learned before. And mm. be prepared to tell others about it. Be prepared to ask questions to learn even more. And go to this event already looking at your, your checkbook to see if it's possible for you to make a donation. Um, go to these events trying to add as much value as possible because that will change, especially if you've been grat- gracious or grateful, rather, about mm-hmm. these things. And rather than being stressed or having anxiety or overwhelm, You'll go from, now I'm grateful, I'm praising God for it, I've, I've evaluated the value I'm bringing, oh yeah, here's the actions I'm going to take to bring value, you might actually start getting excited by a lot of these things. Mm. And then instead of looking at your calendar like, oh man, I got this event tonight, it's like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm going to make people smile. I'm going to love others well while I'm here. I am going to be a son or daughter of Christ while, while I'm here you can do that at these events. And there's an excellent opportunity to make an amazing positive impact at those events because of the way that they're set up for social engagement, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and the way you're describing this sounds really good. But it, it's also making me think it, it sounds really good if you're an extrovert. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and you like parties already. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm just thinking about all the people that aren't extroverts and and – I was kind of thinking about my own family situation and and what it's like spending time with my family around the holidays mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm remembering a reality that sometimes when we go back to our families of origin a lot of times we 
kind of revert to the the person we were when we lived there. Oh yeah. You know, like I'm the youngest, so I often kind of revert to the the little brother yeah. of the family, mm-hmm. even though I'm not a little kid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I'm I'm trying to think through what you're saying. What are the action steps I can take in spending time with my family? Yeah. And I I know. I have the ability to look on the bright side mm-hmm. and and see positives, mm-hmm. maybe where they're harder to see for some. And so I can bring encouragement. Yeah. And that doesn't require an extroverted personality. No. Although sometimes I have that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm, I'm extroverted. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I can, I can have a one-on-one conversation with someone in my family and encourage them. Yes. And uh, show them love. Uh, I can also listen. If, yeah. If you're not an extrovert. You might be a good listener. Yep. You probably are a good listener. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's another thing we can bring to these events is is listening well and maybe finding the person at the family event that doesn't get heard often. Yeah. Um, yeah. You say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm an introvert potentially. And, and, and how do I do this at this event if I'm an introvert? Well, my guess is you're probably not the only introvert at the event. Mm-hmm. And you might be able to find another one and connect with them mm-hmm. in an in introverted way. Maybe right. it's not with crazy words of affirmation in this beautiful poem or a song that you wrote, like that's way over the top, right? But you get the point. It could be just like, you know what? I'm going to connect with this person and play this card game with them, mm-hmm. you know, intentionally. Yeah. Like I'm going to go to make sure I, I, I play this particular game or mm-hmm. I'm going to sit on the couch and, and watch football with this person and just ask a few questions, you know, and listen. Mm-hmm. Wh- whatever that introverted thing is, um, y- you can be an introvert with other introverts. But here's a challenge, Daniel. Some of the greatest acts of love are the ones that require sacrifice. Mm. So let's say you are an introvert and having the best impact at a moment of that party is going to require you to be extroverted in, in a way, step out of your shell, sacrifice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be surprised the kind of love that can come through that, which yeah. would be great. Yeah. So, yeah. So our, I guess our, our encouragement to our listeners is if we're feeling anxious about the holidays – it's an opportunity to to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Think about the things we've been given, the things we've been blessed with. Yep. Uh, and then it's an opportunity to look for ways we can serve. Yeah, it really is. And, and look, we we can be real and and look at these events and say, you know what, I, I'm not really adding a lot of value to this. Mm-hmm. I think they are only inviting me because they felt like they had to. Or maybe there's some wounding or some hurt that that needs some healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. The healing hasn't happened yet or the process of healing is still underway and, and attendance at that event is just n- not what's best. It's okay to say no. Thanks for the invite, right? And, mm-hmm. and say no. And if you really don't believe you have the ability to add that value and all it is is, is just adding stress, it's okay to say no. It really is. But before doing that, before doing it, because I think it's easy for us to say that, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, let's just get this one off my plate. I'm going to say no because the stewardship podcast said it's okay to. Like, <laughs> no, go, go ahead and review those things. Be grateful first. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Pray. And just say, like, God thinks that I'm being invited to these things. I obviously have some value to this community. Then what is that value? Mm-hmm. Maybe list those things out. Think through those things. Talk about it with your spouse or your children. And then talk about the actions you're going to take in that value. Lean into that and come with a plan to those events mm-hmm. for what you're going to do uh, to be the best person you possibly can. And then bookend it with a prayer. End it with prayer. And ask God to bless that. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you what you need in those moments. 
Mm-hmm. You guys, we are we are blessed with with a helper in the Holy Spirit. We can't do it all on our own, um, and and it's good uh, for us to say that and admit that to our Creator and say, "Man, we're we're struggling here. This holiday season is going to be t- God. I don't have it. I, I need some energy. Please help me. Uh, I think I need to be doing A, B, and C at this event, and I'm not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you please uh, give me the, the power of your Holy Spirit to help me through it? Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, what a good way to to really lean into the real purpose of this season. Yeah. To take time to think about our God mm. and to think about how he's blessed us with people in our lives to love. Mm. Um, yeah. And, okay. and, and you're not doing this alone. There's other people out there. Uh, Dan, me, me and you both, we, we feel this anxiety and stress during the holiday season, this overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know somebody who also is feeling that same thing, share this podcast with them. Yeah. Talk about the things that you agreed with or disagreed with that me and Dan said, but more importantly, come together, pray, and thank God for what, what you have going on during this holiday season and create some action steps of your own. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep. Christ the Savior